Who do we trust more with our money? Yes, our money. Facebook, let's say, essentially Mark Zuckerberg, or our country's central bank system. I know you don't have to really pick at this point. This is kind of theoretical, in a way, a theoretical question. But remember, at some point down the road, we have to answer it. I'm Ruz Alibadi. Join me as in this episode, we'll be looking at virtual currencies and geopolitics. So let's begin. When Facebook started its Libra digital currency project back in the summer of 2019, to be exact, June of 2019, I predicted it would provoke a sharp reaction from various governments and political figures. Well, since then, regulators have set restrictions in the way of Facebook-backed cryptocurrency. Take a look at Germany or France as an example. As recently, they said no dice to Libra in its current form. Well, the G7 countries, United States lawmakers, and the Chinese bureaucrats have also sounded their concerns. In fact, let's look at China. Well, China has expedited work on a digital renminbi in response to this Facebook project. We also saw in Sweden, the Swedish central bank is gearing up to test an e-corona. Yeah, you heard me right, e-corona that could take the place of cash. Let's see how that goes. So here's a question. Why do governments in many countries and parts of the world want to muscle in uh, on this virtual currency fashion? Yeah, fashion. And why should we care about it, right? Well, I have a few reasons that I think are pretty important and compelling, at least in this game of geopolitics. So why don't we start with the first one? To gain more control. Yes, to gain more control. Think about it. By replacing hard-to-track cash with state-issued digital, digital money, Think about it. Governments can more easily find and find out in a way who is buying and from whom. That could help to catch, let's say, tax scammers and fraudsters and tax cheaters. It could also help creating more government revenue that can be spent for the public good. Also, uh, shake up how probably government technocrats and economists are tracking economic growth and inflation numbers. But depending on, let's say, how a sovereign digital currency is designed, it could also give the state a powerful new tool and technology to help it spy on its citizens. Uh, for some governments, perhaps, this is not a fault, it's actually a very compelling feature. Let's take a look at the second reason. To stick it to the US. Yeah, you heard me right, to stick it to the US. While the Trump administration's liberal and loosely defined use of financial sanctions to pressure America's adversaries and enemies has led big U.S. enemies and adversaries and, in fact, some frustrated allies like the Europeans to voice support for a creation of a new alternative to the dollar-based global payment system, right? Well, the dollar's global authority won't demolish overnight, of course, right? That's because the U.S. currency accounts for almost 60%, yes, more than half of an estimated $11 trillion of foreign exchange reserves. And don't forget that much of this world outstanding sovereign debt is denominated in the US dollars. And here's a comparison. The total market value of all the world's cryptocurrency, by contrast, is almost $250 billion. So it's pretty tiny at this point. 
But for countries like Venezuela, let's say Russia, Iran, China, and even some European countries and European allies of the United States, state-backed virtual currencies that bypass financial middlemen who depend on access to the greenbacks might actually help chip away at this unique source of U.S. financial power. So let me give you another reason. How about to fend off Silicon Valley? Well, 10 years ago, after the world's uh, original cryptocurrency arrived, you know, that was Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin remains a niche product. Well, think about it. Today, just a fraction of Facebook's 2.5 billion users would need to, in a way, adopt Libra to make, make it a very powerful force in a global financial system. Governments, on the other hand, uh, around the world are already concerned about the growing influence of this big, if you will, tech companies over commerce and, of course, fake news. They don't want people like Mark Zuckerberg or any other tech zillionaire taking away their control and money as well. So here's a big question. Who's going to win this big cryptocurrency fight? If there's a fight, right? Facebook and Libra's other backers have raw numbers and technical skills on their side, of course. But don't forget that governments around the world have some enormous advantages and leverage in this fight. The governments anywhere in the world can pass laws that make it harder for companies to launch virtual currencies. Perhaps the most important thing that they can do is they can decide whether these currencies can be accepted in terms of tax collections. That's, that's a huge leverage. Well, that could get, uh, give government-issued virtual cash a built-in market that even the world's biggest social media network companies might struggle to match. But here's the thing. I think this fight is going to be going on. So I'll be watching this evolution of virtual currencies in our global financial system, but most important, in our global politics.